Thanks for joining us. I'm Manesh Patel from Duke University, and I'm here at the Heart.org booth at the American Heart Association meetings in 2012. With me joining me is Dr. Stuart Conley, who is going to be presenting the Polish study results here today. Dr. Conley, thanks for joining us. Pleasure. Can you tell us the rationale for the study design? Yeah, the uh, Palace study uh, was uh, in part based upon the very impressive results with dronidarone in the Athena trial, where we saw not just prevention of recurrence of atrial fibrillation, but reduction in major vascular events, including cardiovascular death and stroke. We also saw that there were some patients with permanent atrial fibrillation in that trial who seemed to have a, a similar benefit, although there was a very small number of them. Knowing that dronidarone reduces heart rate in atrial fibrillation, reduces blood pressure, has antiventricular arrhythmia effects, and other potential beneficial effects, we hypothesized that it could have very important effects in permanent atrial fibrillation. Wonderful. So can you describe for us what you, what you found? So we mounted a, a clinical trial in um, fairly high-risk permanent atrial fibrillation patients. They'd all had permanent fibrillation for more than six months and that we selected a group with a very high burden of vascular disease because we thought these were the patients who might benefit the most. So most patients had had some major vascular event in, in preceding enrollment into the trial. It's a very standard uh, sort of study, a randomized double-blind placebo-controlled trial on top of usual care of these patients. The study was stopped early um, after a mean follow-up of only three and a half months with about 3,200 patients. And it was stopped for safety reasons. Uh, and when we uh, did the final analysis, we can say clearly that there was an increase in death, there was an increase in stroke, and there was an increase in heart failure with dronidarone in this specific population. So why do you think that happened? Well, that's the $64,000 question. Uh, how could the results of PALACE be virtually diametrically opposite to those of the Athena trial? And, uh, you know, to be honest, we don't have a really compelling, easy answer. There's no particular subgroup uh, in Palace that were at particularly increased hazard, and there was no particular subgroup in Athena that didn't benefit. So, I mean, go figure. The, the, the striking thing, of course, is that the patient populations are different. One, one group has intermittent atrial fibrillation, where dronidarone can restore sinus rhythm. In the PALACE study, the patients were permanent, and we didn't see very much atrial fibrillation going back to sinus, just a, a few patients. Uh, so that was one big difference. The other big difference was the, the burden of vascular disease. Uh, although patients in Athena had risk factors for vascular events, they mostly did not have established vascular disease, whereas the opposite is true in PALACE. So it seems to be those two factors, the permanent nature of the atrial fibrillation uh, and the burden of vascular disease, which is more important? Are they both important? We're not quite sure, but that seems to be uh, the, the message. And so what do you message for clinicians now taking care of patients with atrial fibrillation? What sort of are going to be their take-home when they hear about the palace problems? Well, there's a couple of easy take-homes, one of which is uh, this drug should not be used in permanent atrial fibrillation. Um, and uh, it should not be used in patients at risk for uh, heart failure because we see a clear increase in heart failure episodes and heart failure hospitalization. Um, uh, the, the question is uh, which patient uh, can continue to receive dronidarone um, uh, safely and receive benefit from it. Those would appear to be patients who have intermittent atrial fibrillation, are not at risk for heart failure, uh, and probably don't have a very extensive burden of vascular disease. Um, the latter is not so clear, in, in, but certainly it's for atrial fibrillation patients, probably focusing mostly on the symptomatic cases. Well, thanks for sharing the results of another important trial with us. My pleasure.